Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Uh, this Sunday we'll be observing the Reformation, so that'll be our readings for today. Let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty and gracious Lord, pour out your Holy Spirit on your faithful people. Keep us steadfast in your grace and truth. Protect and deliver us in times of temptation. Defend us against all enemies and grant to your church your saving peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The first reading for Reformation is from Revelation chapter 14. Then I saw another angel flying directly overhead with an eternal gospel to proclaim to those who dwell on earth, to every nation and tribe and language and people, and he said with a loud voice, Fear God and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment has come, and worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and the springs of water. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The second reading is from Romans chapter 3. Now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be stopped and the whole world may be held accountable to God. For by the works of the law, no human being will be justified in his sight since through the law comes knowledge of sin. But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance he had passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Then what becomes of our boasting? It is, exclu it is excluded. By what kind of law? By the works? By the law of works? No, but by the law of faith. For we hold that one is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And the gospel reading for Sunday is from John chapter 8, verses 31 to 36. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are offspring of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, Everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. A slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Well, this Sunday, I'm going to be preaching on the Revelation passage, the first reading. I don't believe I've ever preached on this reading. And it talks about uh, the angel flying overhead with an eternal gospel. So good news for eternity. But listen to what the, the good news is. He said with a loud voice, fear God and give him glory because the hour of his judgment has come. That's the gospel. Sounds like cancel culture. The hour of judgment has come. You think about that. Uh, the way I think about that and, and just personally is um, the hour of judgment has come uh, when God will come and point out all of those times that I didn't put him first, when I misused his name, when I didn't remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Maybe I was even there, but 
it, I, I didn't, I didn't let the word in. I wasn't paying attention or when I didn't honor my father and mother or when I, um, hurt other people with, uh, what I said or what I did in terms of the fifth commandment or lusted after, uh, someone other than, well, lusted period, sixth commandment stuff, seventh commandment failed to help those in need. It's breaking that the, the stealing bearing false testimony against others, coveting whether house or, or other people's uh, uh, spouses or whatever. We fall short of the glory of God and, and the God could come uh, and point out all of those things in my life and in yours uh, in every one of our lives that, um, you know, judgment, you've done this, you've done that, you've failed to do this, you've failed to do that. But that's not what Jesus is talking about here. The eternal gospel, the good news is this, that the judgment, the hour of judgment, um, is when Jesus takes everything that we are due, everything that we are condemned for into himself and suffers and dies for it on the cross. John talks a lot about that hour. You know, even when Jesus did his first miracle, he says, my hour has not yet come. The hour when he will make everything right with us through the forgiveness of sins. Um, and the Reformation is, is really about, um, you know, grace, the word of God alone, right? The word of God delivers the blessings of what Jesus did in that hour when he suffered and died in our place for our sins, when he made atonement for them. The word of God brings us the benefit of that. And so we talk about faith alone because faith is believing and believing is receiving. We receive the antidote to our sin. So on, on judgment day, um, the, the eternal gospel is this, that you know, there's nothing wrong with us. God, God has cleansed us from every last sin, a thought, word, and deed, um, that we are righteous before God through faith because we receive his righteousness, his goodness is made ours. Uh, the judgment or the condemnation goes on him and we are set free. And so you hear it in the gospel. Uh, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. And that's us, right? The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. Uh, the son remains forever. And we are all sons of God through faith in Jesus Christ. And if the son of God, Jesus, Jesus says, if the son sets you free, you'll be free indeed, free from condemnation, to live in the righteousness of God, the goodness of God, and the glory of God throughout all eternity. So that's kind of where I'm going. Um, there's so much more um, with that in connecting these things. I don't know if you have thoughts on that or what you Yeah, mean. I think that it, this reading from Revelation is interesting that they picked this gospel lesson, you know, and I think the other angel that at least the reformers who put this pericopal system together, talking about uh, Martin Luther, mm -hmm. um, and not in the sense of the angel that God created in the beginning of creation, but as a messenger of, of the gospel, of the eternal gospel, and the, the thing that Luther um, rediscovered, so to speak, maybe that's too big of a word, but, um, mm -hmm. but again, I think, showed that to fear God, to bring him the glory, and not to our own works, um, which is so tempting for us to do yet today. I mean, we can pick on the middle 
the medieval church and say they were focused on indulgences and stuff. But I think we're yet still focused on, on what we can do by ourselves to obtain salvation. And um, God gets the glory for that. And, and Luther you know, says it so clear in the, the second article of the Apostles' Creed when he says that, I believe that Jesus Christ, true God, begotten of the Father from all eternity, also true man born of the Virgin Mary, is my Lord, who has redeemed me, a lost and condemned person, purchased and won me from all sin, death, and the power of the devil, not with gold or silver, not with my works or your works, but with his precious blood and with his innocent suffering and death. And that um, this Sunday really is all about what God does for us through his gospel and through a, um, a humble servant by the name of Martin Luther, who probably would not like us um, elevating yeah. him or even calling a church by his name. Right, right. <laughs> you know, and when, you, when you, yeah. you brought up the angels with wings and angels without wings, yeah. I remember uh, one of my anniversaries of uh, my ordination, Pastor John Pless uh, talked about angels with out wings and was speaking of the pastoral ministry, Luther and other pastors and and even me, you, yeah, right, right. And then he said, and and you're saying, you know, I know Tim Mac and Tim Mac's no angel, and this is true. Yeah. But on the other hand, when the Word of God is um, at work in and through this office, that is. Uh, the messenger. We are messengers of the gospel, but not just us through the office of the pastoral ministry, through you and the priesthood of all believers, when the word of God is having its way, when you for forgive your brother or sister in Christ you, and, and you set them free from the hurt that they caused you because the word of God is at work in and through you. Um, you're a messenger of that eternal gospel too, and they're forgiven for eternity from that, just like um, all of us are. Uh, ultimately because it's Jesus at work through his word. He's the word made flesh and he sets us free to be his people. So whether it be through uh, the angels with wings, uh, the angels without wings in the office of the pastoral ministry or in the priesthood of all believers, our Lord's word is brought to bear in our lives in order to set us free from sin and death and connect us with him and one another throughout all eternity. I mean that, that it's, it's through faith, and, and we got to be careful, though, when we talk about faith, because I, I, I see Lutherans a lot talk about faith as if it were work. It's, um, it's a receiving word. It's, we simply um, receive the benefits of, of his, his word. His word delivers that forgiveness, life, and peace uh, into us. His word um, uh, gives us a good conscience so that we can go forward knowing that whatever we did or failed to do, that that's been erased, um, we, we now stand uh, fully justified uh, with God and one another. And the other thing is, it, this gospel's eternal. And I, I think about how God has the first word with regard to our creation, right? He said it and we are here. And the last word with regard to our redemption. And isn't it great that the word made flesh, it's his word, the one who suffered and died for us, um, who loves us to death, even death on a cross, uh, that he has the last word with regard to our salvation. And that's, that's good news. That's the eternal gospel. I don't know if you have anything else yeah. to mention with that. No. Um, you look at the hymn that we're going to... Yeah, I was thinking about the hymn, uh, um, Thy Strong Word, and, and uh, we'll be singing that during the, uh, 
during communion. And that's kind of interesting, you know, that uh, thy strong word, um, it's a word that delivers, brings to us the very body and blood of Christ for the forgiveness of our sins, the strengthening of our faith. It, um, it does what it says. It's at work uh, through all of the messengers, right? Um, so uh, I think definitely verse one, verse three, Okay. Right. And then, uh, um, how about one, three, and five? Sounds good. All right. Thy strong word did cleave the darkness. At thy speaking it was done. For created light we thank thee, while thine ordered seasons run. Alleluia, alleluia, praise to thee who light us send. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia without end. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Glorious now we press toward glory, and our lives our hopes confess. Alleluia, alleluia, praise to thee who light us send. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia without end. Give us lips to sing thy glory, tongues thy mercy to proclaim, throats that shout the hope that fills us, mouths to speak thy holy name. Alleluia, alleluia, may the light which thou dost send Fill our songs with alleluias, alleluias without end. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. Amen. Amen. Have a great day. You too.